And the best way to focus on value creation in the first half of the customer acquisition process is keep the focus on why should people talk to you. And and they're going to want to talk to you for one of two reasons. Hello and welcome to the Sales Genius Podcast. I'm Doug Davidoff. I am your host. Don't forget, if you have not done it already, be sure to join the Sales Genius Network. Just go to www.salesgeniusnetwork.com. As a member, you'll get access to show notes, workshops, resources, free training, opportunities to interact with other sales geniuses, all working to improve their ability to generate more customers, to keep those customers longer, increase the profits associated with those customers, and all in all, get more things done in less time and with a little bit less effort. So I have been working with a number of sales organizations and as well as marketing organizations recently. And one of the things that I've noticed over the last couple of years is, well, databases are just getting big. I remember way back when, when lead generation was like the fundamental problem. And today, for the most part, I mean, it's not easy, but but lead generation is no longer the barrier that it used to be. And that's awesome and a testament to all the demand generations, inbound marketing strategy, and so forth. But here's what I'm also seeing. It's not translating to life getting easier for the sales team. Um, and I remember when I carried a bag full time, um, there was nothing that enabled me to sell better than when I was in a place where my confidence was extraordinarily high. And there was nothing that made my confidence higher than when I had a nice robust pipeline, when opportunities were coming into the pipeline. Um, And one of the metrics that we actually look at is what we refer to as opportunity velocity, which is really a measurement of the growth and the progress of new opportunities and how they're progressing through your pipeline. A nice full pipeline meant that I never felt like I had to win this sale. And the less that I felt like I had to win a sale, the more that I'd actually make the sale, the more likely it was that I'd made the sale. So what's going on? And, and, and I've noticed something, and I've, I've talked about this for years, but I, I, I've seen an increase in, in the problem. And frankly, I didn't, you know, five years ago, I didn't think the problem could increase. And, you know, if, if I were to take a look and, and give my number one complaint about the websites that I look at, the lead generation strategies that I look at, and the sales outreach that I see, it's that everyone is focusing all of their time and attention on why a prospect should buy from you, right? I, I, I see the outreach. I see the emails. I see the calls. I've done ride-alongs. I've listened to demo conversations, I've listened to discovery conversations, and the focus is always on your solution, on why you're better, on why people should buy from you. But but think about this for a moment, right? What's the likelihood that someone is going to buy from you effectively without talking to you first? Right? When you think about it, there are two hurdles that you need to cross to win business. The first hurdle 
is why should I talk to you? The second hurdle is why should I buy from you? Now, if you don't address the first hurdle first, and if you don't address it effectively, you're, A, you're going to make it less likely that people will talk to you. But more importantly, if they do talk to you, you will have had less influence on how they look at the issue. And that's why salespeople today are under as much pressure to, to deal with the urgent, reactive responses to the customer. You know, salespeople used to be the, the job that had the most control of their day. And what I'm seeing today increasingly is they're, they're quickly moving to having the least control of their day. How do we overcome it? Well, we overcome it by focusing on the first hurdle. You know, 80% of your initial outreach, 80% of your initial message should be focused on making the sale of why should you talk to me? Why is it worth your time to talk to me? You know, it was about 20 years ago I asked what was the definition of creating value? Because we're all out there saying, yeah, I want to create value, create value, create value. I define creating value as doing something that someone would be willing to pay more for. And so that means from a sales perspective, how do you know if you're creating value in your outreach? How do you know if you're creating value in the email that you're sending? How do you know if you're creating value in the sales call that you had? How do you know if you're creating value in the voicemail that you just left? Well, it, it's a real simple answer to a question. Would someone, would someone have been willing to pay to have seen the email, listened to the voicemail, or gone through your sales call? If the answer is yes, you created value. And if the answer is no, you didn't. And an important first principle to understand is if you're not creating value, you're extracting value. And the best way to focus on value creation in the first half of the customer acquisition process is keep the focus on why should people talk to you. And, and they're going to want to talk to you for one of two reasons. You're going to help them understand a problem that they didn't know they had or they didn't understand fully. Or you're going to help them understand how to solve a problem that they didn't know was out there or they didn't understand correctly. Now, when I talk about help them understand a solution, I do not mean help them understand your solution. That's why should I buy from you. Why should I talk to you is about delivering that teaching point of view. It's about positioning an investigative or diagnostic process for sales. Right? What's great about it is it's a much lower threshold. Right? One of the reasons that prospects don't talk to sellers earlier is because either well, the salesperson isn't creating value because it's all about why should I buy from you or the language that we're using, the way that we're cueing our message, we're actually communicating whether, whether we realize it or not. If you're not ready to buy, don't talk. Right? And, and if that's how we're communicating with our market, if that's how we're communicating with our target accounts, with our target prospects, well, it's no wonder that they're commoditizing us. It's no wonder that they're making salespeople jump through more hoops. Think about it. Stop right now and answer the question. What are the three to five main reasons that someone would benefit by talking to you earlier? Go ahead, pause the podcast. I'll wait.
I'll tell you what, if you did the exercise and you want to send it to me at Doug at imagine if you're a member of the sales genius network and you send me your answers, I'll be glad to give you some comments and help you think through it a little bit more. Here's the net focus on the first hurdle. Focus on why should people talk to you? You'll find more people will talk to you. And when they talk to you, they'll have more of an open mind. They'll be more open to influence. That will lead to a greater velocity of quality opportunities entering your pipeline. That will lead to greater confidence. That will lead to less of a feeling that I need to win this opportunity. And that will increase the likelihood that you do. That's the podcast for today. Don't forget, join Sales Genius Network at salesgeniusnetwork.com. Share the answers to your questions. I'm happy to give some feedback. And until next time, go out and be a sales genius.